Hey, so I'm not sure if you heard, but we are bringing back the private practice bootcamp experience. So listen, this will not be an ordinary bootcamp. Yes, that's right. We are glowing up your experience and your private practice. So what does this mean? Are you truly ready to glow up your private practice and your life? So I'm talking about crafting a big vision. Stop playing small. Who does that? Okay. We are dreaming big beyond just clarifying your niche. We are actually going to build up your confidence in your business as an abundant CEO. Now, listen, I've had the opportunity to host over 25 boot camps in the last five to six years. And I know that I am really good at teaching and delivering that information. But one thing that I have noticed that is missing with therapists right now is that they need a hype woman. They need someone to encourage them to show up and to glow up boldly and unapologetically. So here are the details. We start on May 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all, we working. So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and branding coach. So in today's podcast, I love this topic and it is called being intentional and how to follow through, being intentional and how to follow through. And so um, in today's podcast episode, I actually want to share a tool that I use, actually a few tools that I use to set daily intentions. Um, and again, the reason why I chose this topic is because um, I've mentioned on previous podcast episodes regarding productivity that I've received a lot of questions from either family, friends, and or on social media platforms and from clients. Um, they see me do a lot of things in my day, whether it's the behind the scenes on social media and or they may see photos or they may just hear me talking about like what I do during the week. And they're trying to figure out how do I get all of those things done while also being a wife, a mother and a business owner. <laughs> OK, and having like multiple, I'll say streams of income regarding what I do. Um, throughout the week. So I'm going to share with you some of the techniques and strategies and tools that I use throughout the week to keep me focused. So um, the one of the first things that I do to set daily intentions is I really focus on how I go to sleep. And so I call it the night before strategy. So the night before, um, let's just say, you know, last night, um, I actually uh, asked myself, what do I want and need to accomplish tomorrow? And one of the tools that I use, and I have a link for it for my Amazon store um, in the show notes, is 
I use um, one of the tools that I use is the 90x goal planner. And one of the things I like about the 90x goal planner is that because I'm a business owner, we have to focus on or we, you should focus on your goals for uh, you know the quarter. And I love that I don't have to keep buying a, a journal planner for business and setting goals every single month because that's how some of them are set up. And it's also not for the full year, so I don't have to lug around this bulky thing. I can actually put this in one of my bigger handbags or my backpack when I'm, um, you know, outside of my home too. So it's very pretty. It's like rose gold. They have them in white. They have them in black. Um, but what I love about it, um, let me open up mine is that it has a section for setting your goals, um, how to set a smart goal, which will be in a different episode that I'll go over. Um, talking about your why, like being very clear on why you want to, Um, reach certain goals, whether it be for the quarter, the day, or just honestly for your lifestyle or for your business. What actionable steps are you going to take to reach your goals? It has open space so that you can jot down your ideas every day. And then of course, it has actually a tracker each day that tells you what day you're on between day one and day 90. And the reason why I also love this is because research shows that it takes you 90 days to develop a new habit. So it also gives you space if you wanted a actual planner. It actually gives you space to write down what your plan is for the daytime and for the night. And then it gives you some um, areas for reflection and a whole lot of other um, prompts. Uh, And what I'll probably do is do a whole podcast episode going over the actual planner. Okay, but I just want to first share with you in this podcast episode what I do the night before. And so I pull out this 90x goal planner and I actually write down up to three intentional goals that I actually want to accomplish the next day. So, for example, if I open it up for today, um, one of the things that I let me see that I wrote down is I need to complete an application for um, the state um, to do certain things in my private practice. I want to record a certain number of podcast episodes. And I also need to upload one video to YouTube. Okay, so those are my three intentional goals. Now, this goal planner actually gives you five actions that you can do toward your goals. But even though it gives you space for five, I like to say that if you're first starting off with setting intentional goals, you want to go up to two or three. And some days it may only be one, especially if it's a large project. For example, if I'm batch recording like five podcasts, that's the only probably big goal that I'm going to have because that will take up a big chunk of my time. And then I don't want to work all day. I don't want to work 12 hours a day. Okay. So what do I want to accomplish? And also with the intentional goal is that it should be towards your big goal. Intentional goals are very different than your to-do list. Your to-do list, you should have up to seven things. It doesn't have to be seven, but to-do list can be, I need to, like I actually separate my goals. So my to-do list would be wash two loads of clothes, or I may even break it down to say, wash my youngest son's clothes, wash my oldest son's clothes, wash me and my husband's clothes. And then I'll put another line and say fold, because if you're anything like me in regards to laundry, washing is easy because you can throw a load in the washer and then you can go about your day. However, when you have to fold, you have to stop and fold your clothes. And so um, I actually, sometimes if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, like I can never get it done, then I will actually separate all of the things I need to do with the laundry, if that makes sense. And that will be my to-dos. Very different than 
like my business goals. Okay. Um, so, um, one of the setting daily intentions is to do something the night before to set up your day, because also you just want to be able to wake up and start. Um, the second thing is be intentional about the time it will take you to actually complete the task. So this is where I see that a lot of people, including myself fall down or fall through the cracks and that we don't actually take a step back and really think about how long will it take? So one of the things that I would highly encourage you to do is think about what time of the day are you going to do the goal? Um, depending on what activity it is for me, most of my work is done in the daytime because the way my brain is set up, I actually have more mental energy to tap into creativity and creating content, whether it's audio, visual, like videos, um, or even writing like blogs. Um, or creating content for my coaching clients, those things happen better for me in the morning. So you have to figure out which one works best. And it also works best when I'm not multitasking because the reality of it is when you have to do a task, you should be going in 100%. And if you have to divide up that time into telling your kid to sit down every five minutes, trying to turn something off on the stove, having to run upstairs and put the clothes in the dryer, you're doing too much because that means that you're not giving 100% to the task, which means that you can also make mistakes. So be intentional about the time that it actually takes and then find the time to do it within that day or maybe schedule it a different day of the week if it's best for you, maybe when everybody is gone. And also don't be afraid to ask for help. I specifically during certain calls that I have in my home, in my home office, um, I'll schedule them around two or three o'clock, but then that's a good time for my husband to take my son for a walk either before or after a nap. So I'll ask him intentionally to take him for a walk. Can he take him to go play t-ball on the other side of the community in the grass? Because I want it to be full silence. Also, if I have to record something, like if I'm doing a live call on Zoom, it's recorded, it's uploaded to my client's online portal. And I want to make sure that we don't have all those distractions in the background. Okay. Um, the third thing is that honestly, you just got to wake up and get it done. So that's the beauty part about setting the intention at night is that you already wake up, not having to have a lot of mental effort into thinking about what you have to do next. So just wake up and get it done. I also practice Mel Robbins, her strategy of the uh, five second rule, which is kind of like, um, launching a spaceship, you know, five, four, three, two, one. And when you get to one, you got to get up. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the tricks that, I mean, I don't have to use this because I can get up, but some people actually have to set their phone, which is usually their alarm clock away from their bed so that it makes them have to get up. So maybe if you have a bathroom in your room, maybe you set your phone in your bathroom because that will also help you decrease distractions when you have to go to sleep and that you're not seamlessly scrolling on social media and it keeps you up at night. Okay. So wake up and get things done. The fourth thing is carve out time to get things done. So now that we're more intentional about, okay, this task is going to take me 30 minutes, be very specific and say, okay, I'm going to do this task between two and two 30 or, oh wait, too many people are in my house. I need to record something. I need to actually wake up earlier tomorrow and get it done from eight to eight 30 because everybody is still asleep in my house or they're pretty mellow. They're pretty quiet. Okay. So make an intent to carve it out in your schedule, like write it down on your calendar and set yourself an alarm, especially if it's not right in the morning. And then lastly, you want to give yourself a reward for finishing. And so I would encourage you to think about what reward can you give yourself that's free that you can do in your house? Because if this is at the end of the night, you may not want to get up and go somewhere. So 
think about what TV show maybe do you want to watch that's going to um, help you kind of, you know, let loose, but also just remember what you consume you know, takes over your mind and your body. And so, you know, choose something that may be funny, that may be lighthearted. Also take a bath. You know, a lot of times in adulthood, we tend to just jump in the shower. And if you have kids like myself, you feel like you're in a rush, even if there's somebody else with the kid, like my husband, I still feel like I'm in a rush to get in the shower and jump out. So I have to actually um, make a plan. Now we have a system going where um, every other day we now swap off to give my two-year-old son a bath if my eldest son is here um then because you know we flip-flop because we have a blended family with the weeks if he's here then usually we'll have him jump in the shower first and then we'll um, bathe my youngest son and then uh, let's just say if it's the night where my husband is bathing my son I will actually go take a shower during that time because I know I got like 20 minutes or so plus you know and what I'll do is take full advantage I'm not gonna lie I'll take full advantage of that time I'll um, plug up my external speaker I put on some affirmation tightness music or meditation music. I'll go ahead and cap off my night by doing my intentional task for tomorrow. Cause I know that when my son lays in a bed, lights off, turn on the diffuser. I turn on some meditation music on YouTube because he likes to look at the screen as though he's watching TV. But the meditation music is another trick that I use because I've recognized when I put it on, he falls asleep in less than 15 minutes when he drinks his milk. (laughs) So that's what I do to help us go to sleep at night. But where were we at? Sorry. We're talking about taking a bath. Um, if I want to take a bath, I need to carve out an hour because I want to sit there and enjoy the bath. I want to turn on or, you know, light up my candle. I want to even maybe read a book so or listen to a book if it's audible. So I will intentionally tell my husband like, hey, tonight I want to take a bath. And that's something that some of us may not feel like we need to do. But if you haven't been able to carve out time to take a bath, you need to work with other people to schedule a bath, okay? Um, Also, you can, you know, give yourself a facial. You can easily go to Target, depending on your skin type, you can easily go to Target and and buy some of those face masks that cost like $3 and give yourself a mask. I've used those. I literally went to Target and Walmart and literally stacked up a couple of months ago by buying the bath uh, bombs that goes in your bath and it makes it, you know, sud up. Um, Lavender, it smells good. Um, I bought a couple of the masks from Target and I put it on my calendar and I even use my stickers for my planner to actually schedule those things in and say, you know, on Wednesday and Friday, I'm gonna give myself a facial and I put it on my planner schedule. Also, um, I'm not a big advocate for a lot of junk food, but I mean, we got ice cream. I buy ice cream from time to time on purpose because I feel like I want to reward myself, but I just use my youngest son's bowl. I don't get a very big bowl. Um, but I will buy, like we found this uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, ice cream at Albertsons. And so what I'll do is I'll reward myself, not every night, but maybe once a week. And I'll give myself a little bowl of ice cream. Okay. So think about things that you can do inside or outside of your home. It can also be like sitting, we can sit on our balcony. Our balcony has a, a television. Um, also just spending time with your family, having movie night, getting some popcorn, but reward yourself. And the reason why really please listen to this. The reason why I want to 
heighten your sensation for rewarding yourself is think about how we grew up. For the most part, I'm not going to say all, but most people were rewarded to some degree or throughout your childhood for being potty trained, having good behavior at school, um, having a good note or good grant from your teacher, having a good report card, um, doing good in your sports or recreational activities, right? And then after we turned 18 or maybe when you moved out, all of a sudden the reward stopped. But the question is, who's supposed to give you that reward? You. And a lot of times, because the reward is not coming from an external source, we don't reward ourselves. And I'm here to tell you that you need to reward yourself every day. It's called conditioning. It's called positive reinforcement. If you do not reward yourself, who else will? You have to see value within yourself. So just as a recap, to help you set intentional goals, to follow through with your goals every day, you want to set intentional goals the night before so that you can get up and just do them. You want to be intentional about how much time it will actually take to complete the task. You will have the mindset to just wake up and get it done and maybe use the 54321 method. Put your phone away from your bed so that you can actually get out of the bed. You also want to carve out the time in the day and put it on your schedule to get your task done. And lastly, you want to reward yourself for finishing and accomplishing something on your list. Okay. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Now, if you want to take an abundant lifestyle mindset to the next level, I would highly encourage you to check out the show notes below. Um, As I mentioned before, I also have the link to my Amazon store where you can check out a lot of the tools that I utilize for my personal life and my business. Um, um, One of the items that I mentioned in this episode is the 90X Goal Planner. But with this Branding for Abundance workbook with the link down in the show notes, um, it has a lot of fun activities. The goal of it and the benefits of it is to help you gain clarity on what it is you really want, how much money you want to make, what do you want your lifestyle to look like. It also helps you understand what change needs to occur in your mindset and in your behavior in order for you to reach that next level in your lifestyle. It also helps you write things down because what's written is real in regards to your goals. It also helps you visualize your future. And I give you a lot of prompts so that you can create a awesome, phenomenal, valuable and abundant real vision board. And of course, it's full of fun activities such as like an act as if game at the end, such as the what would you do if you have particular things set up in your life? For example, um, you know, where would you live? What kind of house would you live in? Be very descriptive. Where would you want to go on vacation? How many a year? Things like that. So I would highly encourage you to go ahead and grab your Branding for Abundance workbook. Um, it is one per household. So if you're in a relationship or you live with someone um, and you have a family, then, you know, download it with them and do it together. Maybe do one for yourself and then do one with your family. Okay. So um, if you have a takeaway, which I really hope that you did, because I shared a lot of cool strategies and tips that I use to also create um, a focused and abundant mindset for myself to follow through an intentional task, then please share this episode on your social media channels. I'm really um, active on Instagram. So tag me at Dr. TK Psych and share with me your biggest takeaway. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast channel and check out all the neat tools in the links in the show in the show notes. So I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.